Are You Playing? Greetings and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Spirit Detective Sean. I'm here with Jagani Thomas, and this is Mason, and he got beat by a dead guy. Sure. Okay. Look, I, I, I didn't have a great amount of it. I pulled some, <laughs> they, pulled some of my lore knowledge on this. We played Yu Yu Hakusho The Dark Tournament for the PS2 today. Yes. Now, this is, this, this is the second anime game we've played, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, uh, Unless you're not counting Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, right, right. Uh, but uh, last time we played it, we played a Dragon Ball game, and like I knew next to nothing about Dragon Ball. Like I, I knew character names, I knew the basic concepts, stuff like that. I know nothing about Yu Hawk Show. So any anyone who tu- who tuned into this episode for me, you're disappointed. To be fair, you're also very white, so. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho is the anime. Dude, pot it, calling the kettle black. But in America, part of Yu Yu Hakusho's popularity is because it is the, it is held up high in African-American communities. Like, this is oh, really? the, the anime that, yeah. Huh. They, like, the amount of things, there's a whole, there's a great cosplayer on TikTok who does Kuwabara, African-American. Huh. He does a great, like, he is amazing. I can't remember what his name is, but, like, just fantastic. Uh, I because this is one of the few animes back then that actually had good-looking black characters. <laughs> yeah, Ta- Tagashi has a great style. Tagashi yeah. has a great style uh, with how he de- designs his characters. So, but yeah, I I, I knew Mason wasn't going to have a hold on to knowledge going into this, or no knowledge of this. And I've I know Thomas none. has limited knowledge of Yu Hakusho. Okay, so yeah, we played the Dark Tournament game. The Dark Tournament is, if I'm correct, the longest arc of the series. I think it's slightly shorter than Chapter Black, but it's they're about the same amount of episodes. Okay. So it's one of the longest chap- arcs in the series. It's considered by many people, I know Sean disagrees, but it's considered by many people to be the best arc of the series. Mm-hmm. It's the most famous one. It's the most popular, yes. Uh, it starts at episode 26. I watched Yu Yu Hakusho a long time ago. I ended at episode 25. Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, Just like, son of a bitch. Because Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, it aired on Toonami as, or maybe it started on Adult Swim first. It might have started on Adult Swim initially and then aired on Toonami. This is after a lot of the big popular stuff had hit. You know, Dragon Ball Z had basically finished its run. GT had mostly aired. So you had most of the Dragon Ball stuff had aired, I think. I think I had the date when the anime started on here, uh, but it yeah. would have been in the early 2000, or when the anime started in America, the dub was like 2001, 2002, so and that was, it was a harder to find to show because it wasn't necessarily on the afternoon tsunami very often. And I think that was right before Naruto, because Naruto mm-hmm. is what came out and sort of sub- supplanted Dragon mm-hmm. Ball as the big anime in America. In America, yeah. While in uh, in Japan, it was One Piece. Well, in mm. Japan, One Piece is a fucking religion. Yeah. As it should be. <laughs> One, Piece is, One Piece is the all-time best-selling manga in Japan. And it's I think it surpassed really? Batman to be the second-highest-selling comic book mm-hmm. period of all time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. One as Piece it, is everything. As it should be. One Piece is love, One Piece is life, One Piece is God. <laughs> Thomas is, in fact, the One Piece. One Piece is infinite. <laughs> the One Piece keep is going. real. <laughs> one Piece will keep going until the sun burns out of the sky. That's look, the one I, thing that I know about One Piece. Look, one piece. Look, Oda, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx this. I really don't because I love that man. 
but I am 80% sure Oda has died, but his spirit cannot rest until One Piece is finished. <laughs> Oda's gonna get, like, his his, uh, his head in a jar like Futurama style. Yeah, and he's still gonna be right. Show. He's Just gonna be, like, like, he's gonna become, like, a JoJo stand, and he's, like, making somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just writing. There's no combat ability. It's just writing. Well, there is in one of the JoJo series that would be the one with Josuke. There is a mangaka who, like, his stand is writing manga, <laughs> and he steals from people's, like, st- like, he can open people up, like, a book and steal their, like, oh, memories the- to write manga. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, wow. So, uh, See, that is, that exists in, uh, in anime lore, so... <laughs> See, we're on topic with the tangents. Exactly. Still about anime. Anyway, Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> uh, so Yu Yu Hakusho was a never a hugely hugely popular uh, anime in America, but it was big. It never like hit Dragon Ball or Pokemon or Naruto, obviously, or even at the time uh, afterwards things like Bleach, yeah. One Piece. The, you know, were, were, all those were were bigger. Uh, the, and then I think in just the anime nerd fandom, Tagashi's other work. Hunter Hunter is held up even more. Mm, yeah. uh, Hunter Hunter is like considered like god tier uh, shonen. Yeah. Um, I I I I know that Yu Yu Hakusho. It's not super popular, but the people who love it oh, yeah. really love it. it. it and in this game specifically, Dark Tournament didn't sell amazingly. I'm pretty sure I read that Atari lost money on it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and this was only, you said this was like, what, one of three? Um, there are only three Yu Hakusho games embraced in America. There are 31 right. or 32 overall Yu Hakusho games, only three in America. And all, this is the second game that came out in America. Mm. Before it was Yu Hakusho Spirit Detective for the GBA. Also not a particularly great game that would later get packaged consistently with the Dragon Ball GT GBA game oh, wow. uh, as a twofer. So, you know, two great games in one uh, to try to get that sa- sales. And then there, after this, there's another GBA game that came out called uh, Tournament Tactics that's really good. It's a tactic RPG game. Uh, that so, one's really good. So this was the only home console. This game is the only console one that was released. There is a uh, uh, Japanese PS2 game that came out two years after this that everyone says is really good, like a really good fighting game, but it never, like all Japanese uh, Yu Yu Hakusho games, never got American localized versions. Because Japan gets the cool shit. But the funny thing about this is all three of the American Yu Yu Hakusho games did not get Japanese releases. Right, because you said this one was developed in Canada, right? Yes, believe so, by a very interesting little developer. We'll get more on that in a little bit. This is, this is the only time we got to fight uh, f- play with these characters on a home console game until what's the jump game that before uh, J-Star's Victory versus. J-Star's Victory there we go why I do I know that because <laughs> <laughs> I was like what's the one between what did, what did you have to lose in your brain to remember that <laughs> Everything valuable. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to do taxes, but goddamn it, I can remember the name of the game before Jump Force. Uh, and then obviously Jump Force brought Yusuke Taguro. He? Yes, he was in it. Yeah, and I, I think I think that's it. I think it was just the three characters. Um, yes, I it, think so. So, and I think he was DLC. D- he was DLC. I know that much. But yeah, it was just Yusuke and Taguro initially. So, we don't get a lot of Yu Yu Hakusho games at all. So I thought it'd be pretty fun to at least sit down and play the PS2 version. Uh, I use fun loosely because I believe Thomas has a note in his uh, notes that's just... And Thomas screaming. <laughs> because this game is 
frustrating. It's very. And, and I don't think I've ever seen you get mad in general, but also as mad as you were that night. <laughs> You've never seen me get mad. Oh well, yeah, yes, yes, I have. I was gonna Stupid. say that's. I was gonna say that's surprising because you I have. get I get mad a lot. You get mad all the time. What am I talking about? And the, and the audience is like, wow, Thomas is a fucking asshole. Like, I've never seen you get that mad. It, well, it, it, this game, okay, a, lot, that, a lot of fighting games around this time, and even now, the one-player mode, instead of skill-based, they just up the numbers for the characters you're fighting. Yeah, so let's, let's make one thing clear. This game plays fine. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't play terribly. It doesn't play god-awfully. Uh, but it doesn't play fantastically either this isn't budokai 3 or no. uh any other fighting game like street fighter mortal kombat or whatever but this isn't this uh, isn't a good fighting game is what you're saying <laughs> well yeah yeah i mean it, but it, it's, it's there is also an element of it's very rare for tie-in games to be good fighting games they're a lot of times mm -hmm. good for whatever they are but outside yeah, of say like you know uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, there has not been a, like, and Super Dragon Ball, there have only been, like, two or three good fighting games in Dragon Ball. Uh, uh, you know, I think one, there's only been, like, one Naruto game that people are like, that's a really good fighting game, because rarely they're balanced. I, I, I like that. Well, the they can be fun. The Naruto fighting games that I've seen, mm -hmm. I haven't seen all of them, but the ones that I've seen were pretty cool. Well, like, let's put it this way. Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament isn't Street Fighter good, but it's not Street Fighter the movie bad. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> But that's when you're playing multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer is fun, and, and and arcade is fine. Like these, are, they play pretty fine for arcade yeah. you know, through all of it. However, that is not the main mode. The, the main, main mode and the selling point of this is you get to play through the dark tournament, Demon World's most heinous fighting tournament where death is at all every turn. Oh, death was at every turn, but I'm pretty sure that's because the game almost gave me a fucking heart attack. <laughs> that did happen. I was. These guys can attest, I was very angry. And I, I'm not going to say I don't get angry at games, because I do. I very well do. But I've, I try not to get too angry. Like, I like to say, okay, that's my fault. Or, okay, it's when the game cheats is when I start to get angry. And starting from chapter, like, I want to say 13 of 31, this game fucking cheats. And it cheats bad. That's that. I hate when that happens. Mm -hmm. When like like a perfectly fine game is ruined by cheating. Like like uh, Super Mario Kart did that a lot, mm, where the yeah. other characters had moves oh, that you couldn't where, do. Yeah, you couldn't get Mario them. Kart yeah. is notorious for the kart racers. Uh, you know, being weirdly have special powers that you don't have. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I think I think Mason's right. I think it was Super Mario mm -hmm. Kart that was the worst yeah. at that. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, and like other other ones. They, like the Mario Kart series has fluctuated with, mm -hmm. with yeah. but, balance. But, I think but racing games in general have had that element of why? Why is this guy suddenly car, suddenly? Car racers at even, least, yeah, yeah, even just yeah, non Gran Turismo racing games, right? <laughs> right. Driving gonna, simulators. <laughs> yeah, like non driving simulator games. But like the okay, I could literally go on a fucking list of all the things that are wrong with this goddamn game's AI, but I won't. Yep. Not yet, but <laughs> the AI is a problem in that it is not trying to like, and maybe that's just because this studio, Digital Friction, which we will get in after I think this, uh, uh, hadn't developed anything really for a home console, and they built this fighting system and this everything basically from the ground up. And I believe this was... This is kind of their big, this was their attempt to get 
big in a lot to of ways. Because they're second to last game they made. They made six games, and this is their second to this, last one. And it didn't this, work. This feels, and this is one of two console games they have. This feels like a like a fighting game from a developer that had never made a fighting game before and had to build it from and, the ground up. Or their only fighting was. game was a boxing game. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, and, yeah. I brought, I brought this up... Uh, before before we started, but rem- but gameplay wise, it reminded me a lot of a of a mobile fighting game series called Shadow Fight, and because of just how like one char- one character is doing something for a little while, then the other one does something for a little while, then it's it doesn't feel very fluid. Yeah, it's- I I looked up some gameplay. That's that's why I asked you in the group chat earlier. I looked mm-hmm. up some gameplay. Just to conf- confirm that, and yeah, mm-hmm. you were right. It's very much like that, and because like in a really good fighting game, again, let's say Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, or even Dragon Ball Fighters, there is constant activity on either side. There is constant like countering, mm-hmm. dodging, blocking, special moves. In this game, it's you do one hit. And then your opponent does one hit, or in the story mode, it's you do one hit. Your opponent takes your health bar and rapes you with it. <laughs> the um, well, I mean, even just you don't even have to go like super amazing, like balanced fighting games to even go there. Look, at the same time this was coming out, Soul Calibur Two had come out. Yes. Mm. And while that game isn't a hundred percent balanced in a lot of ways, it's probably the best of the franchise in terms of balance, Soul Calibur. But <laughs> you you feel a lot of it, and, and, and even when that story mode gets hard in that game. You, it's because the skill ratches up. You have to land bigger moves to be able to break through. You have to do counters. You have to do things like this. In this, it's not about you having to be more skillful. It's A, you have to be luckier, or B, you have to just have ridiculous blocking fingers. Was that the Soul Calibur that had Link? Yes, for okay. the GameCube. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're Link. playing on the PlayStation, you got uh, Heiachi. You got Heiachi, yes. Oh, nice. Even though it was supposed to be Cloud Strife, but it oh, uh, it fell through. Oh, man. I was going to say, could you imagine like if it was Link on the console, if it was Link on the GameCube and Cloud Strife on the PlayStation? There would have oh. been wars in the streets, <laughs> and then Spawn would have just been on the Xbox like, I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what would have happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very it's th- th- this game is just not very fluid at all. Not especially not in that mode. Especially not in that mode. Yeah. It it has some good elements of the, you know, it, it doesn't okay with 3D, you know, your your movement is okay 3D, yeah. especially for the time. I I feel like some of the movement is more fluid than Budokai that we played. Uh, uh yeah, uh, I, left and right where Budokai was very much just back and yeah, forth. I I will give the game this this might be a very unpopular opinion. I don't know. I think when you're not playing the story mode with just a cheating AI, I genuinely think this plays better than Budokai. Yeah. Like, not as good as Budokai 2 or 3, obviously, but, like, I think this plays better than Budokai 1. Sean will read from the internet here for a few minutes, watch Wikipedia, but this, 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 internet will, this will show you for a, a few minutes uh, things on what they, they could have done. In July 2003, Atari established a publishing agreement with Funimation Entertainment, the English licensor of the anime ad- adaptation of the series. Prior to this deal, ga- games based on the series had never been made available to English-speaking audiences in North America. Atari had previously published games based on another successful Funimation property, Dragon Ball Z. Atari That's released its right. first game, Yu Yu Hakusho Spirit Detective, for the Game Boy Advance in December 2003, and announced Dark Tournament just before the electronic... electronic Entertainment Expo in May 2004. 
According to that's, Atari's uh, senior... E3 to all of you. Uh, <laughs> Atari senior producer Mark Footman, Dark tar- Tournament was in development for about a year and a half. Despite a comparable visual appearance to Dragon Ball Z Budokai series, Dark Tournament does not share the same technology as those titles. The game uses Digital Friction's own PS2 technology, which they optimized with more lighting and special effects. Filtman elaborated that their similar aesthetics were intentional in order to appeal to fans of the show. Dark Tournament was intended to be a Yu Yu Hakusho game first, a fighting game second. Well, that explains And there you go, right there. And so that comes from telling the publisher's decision. Is that what they were trying to do? Uh, But then if you get on to the uh, developing stuff, Digital Friction... Uh, which was hard to look up. I had to spend a lot of time trying to find their information. I was going to say, because second week in a row, uh, they did not have a Wikipedia page. Yep. You have to look them up through I had, Google. I had to spend a while Jeez. looking up, and I found them. They're, they were a Canadian video game developer that was established in 99, uh, and they're based in Montreal. Uh, they, they, they tried to make their discs out of maple syrup, and it didn't work. <laughs> but uh, the bright side, it's very delicious. <laughs> it goes well with pancakes. Uh, the company was show dark tournament goes right on well pancakes. That's the tagline. (laughs) The company was founded by brother brothers Martin and Robert Lizzie Lizay Lizay. It'd be it'd be Lizay because they're probably uh, Canadian. Robert Lizzie McGuire. The thing is, is they were they were a Palm Pilot OS company at first. What? Their first game, Race Fever, for the Palm Three. What is what? What is that? God, Mason's so young. Do you not know what a Palm Pilot is? I don't know what a Palm it's, Pilot is. It's basically what a phone would turn into later. What oh. smartphones would become? Oh, so it's, it's a oh. it's a computer in your hand. Oh, with a so, touchscreen. So it's like, so it's like an end, it's like the end gauge. Not really. Or like the taco. It's a taco phone, right? The taco. <laughs> Sean you know feels so old about. on the podcast at this moment. Because uh, uh, well, I know, uh, you know, but Palm Pilot. They developed for Palm Pilots. Uh, let's make you feel older, because I had no idea what a Palm Pilot was either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway, that's what they were developing for was Palm Pilots. They would then, in 2001, develop uh, a game called Boxing Fever for the Game Boy Advance. This would be published by THQ. The Palm game, Racing Fever, was published by uh, Ubisoft. Oh, wow. They would then, uh, two years later, make their console debut uh, with GameCube and PlayStation 2's Black and Bruised which was published by Majesco Entertainment. Which I believe was another boxing game. Yes, I'm pretty sure. By the title, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. They found their niche. They would, in 2004, <laughs> it's a, get the Yu Hog Show Dark game. Tournament what? released, so with Atari, and then they would get one more game three years later when they made the Rocky Balboa port for the PlayStation Portable. What? There was a, what? Did you not know there was a Rocky game? I did not know there Rocky was a ba- Rocky And it's game. tied into the Rocky Balboa movie. Which what? is weird, because that means there's two. Because there's another one that's just called Rocky. Yeah. Rocky Balboa for the PSP, published by Ubisoft. And that would be the games they developed. Boy, what a way to go out with... (laughs) What a way to go out with a movie that most people look at and go, yeah, that exists, and make a tie-in game for that. That's right, because that was... That was was the the sixth one. That was six. That was the one one before Creed. Yep. Was that that about the same time that uh, Stallone was in, like, a comedy about boxing? No. No. Because Rocky Balboa was 2006. That... Yeah. Rocky Balboa was 2006. Milo Ventimiglia played his son. He would come and reprise that, I think, in Creed 2. I think he came oh, back yes. and reprised it. And that, that movie, Grudge Fight, I think it was. Grudge Match. 2015. Yeah. yeah. That was later. Uh, uh, anyway, everyone knows the best Rocky movie is Rocky Four. So. <laughs> that's a bold take. 
You know what? I'm just not going to touch that one. Uh, that I'm, I'm mostly kidding. Oh, uh, fair enough. I'm not mostly. Sure. No, I'm going to touch that one. Uh, as we see, you know, look. This, <laughs> and uh, then every person in Philadelphia lines up their sniper rifle on me on the same time. We might, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, look, we'll save that for whenever we play one of the Rocky games. They go and, they go and do the, uh, the Weekend at Bernie's thing with your corpse up the, up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that you've... Man, they're, they're going to struggle. I'm a fat fuck. <laughs> now that you've played Dark Tournament, what would you expect the uh, reception was? Uh, th- three to four out of tens. I'm, I'm guessing, like, fives. Yeah, around that. Metacritic has it at 56 out of 100. Hmm. IGN gave it a 5.9 out of 10. GameSpot gave it its high, a 6.9 out of 10. It gets complimented, complimented a lot for its uh, environments. Mm. A lot of people liked, at the time, the tag team effect of it. I found that to be kind of annoying, but a lot of the reviews are like, you know, the, the tag-in is a really cool feature, because I guess that was pretty new with just Marvel vs. Capcom and Tepic and Tag were really the only games doing that. Yeah, because with fighting games, really, yeah, the only games that were really doing tag stuff were... I mean, there was Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Tekken Tag Tournament had, I believe, come out by this point. There was, I think Capcom vs. SNK had come out by this point. But those were the only big ones. This was, I think, the first anime fighter to do, like, tag matches. Yeah. So, uh, it, it has that going for it. There are some interesting things. Congratulations. They also got a lot of praise the animation, uh, the new animated two-minute summary and the ending stuff on it all look very beautiful. The new I, animation is very, like, they did fully animate stuff. They put money into this I game. Do, I do like when anime games do that, when they take clips from the, or, like, mm-hmm. they add animated port, like... Well, they actually to, did full-blown, like, this is one of the few actual uh, non-Japanese studios that did an actual, like, animated in new stuff. Like, for example, Dragon Ball Sagas has anime clips in with a slightly different filter, so they look a little bit different, things like it that. Does, um, but, uh, Naruto Rise of a Ninja does the same yes. thing. Mm-hmm. I uh, love that game. Uh, the, the Dragon Ball is, is notorious for having, like, openings that are newly animated and things like that. Uh, there's also some really bad uh, modeled openings in some of them, but, uh, like, I think the most famous, like, really well-done opening is also from one of the worst games. <laughs> uh, uh one Piece has a four kids intro in one of them. Yep, <laughs> yep. But that that definitely got praised because this game looks actually, especially something you know we'll probably even talk more about when we talk about it's the aging of this game. The look of the game still looks pretty good even to this time. Like it's, I I think the game does look. Yeah, it, it, good. it's held and, up well. The cell shaded look works really well. And, which, and I will, I will personally, again, I'm probably going to be the angriest about this game when we fair. get to the gameplay, but I. Love the environments. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think the environments have so much cool detail. I brought it up to Sean like 12 times, but I think it's super cool. When you deflect energy blasts, it goes off to the side and like destroys some of the environment. And I'm like, that's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that is actually a really cool detail the, the, that no other fighting game really does. The characters no still look really good. They, they move pretty well. Overall, the animation is a little stiff in parts. Uh, and, and, and this game... One of my biggest complaints of this game, even back when I played it way back in the day, everything feels slow. And especially if you're Ugh. coming off playing Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2 or 3, which especially 3, where you literally at times feel like you are playing fights because everything is moving so quickly, this game feels slow. Yeah, and 
I feel like that might have to do with the company's history in boxing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because boxing, mm -hmm. sure, there's fast-paced punches, but it is a very methodical sport. Yes. You have, to pick and, you have to pick and choose your punches. You have to pick and choose what openings to take. So I feel like they were trying to do something similar with this, but the fact of the matter is this is an anime game. And even if you do do the pinpoint precision, it's usually in between 17,000 punches. Mm -hmm. So... so Let's get to the gameplay here. Let's let's talk about this a little bit more here. Let's 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 talk about this. Um, I'm gonna start with some of the good things on it before we let Thomas just lay into this. There are good things. There are there are there, are, good there, there are. are. I will give um, it that there are good things. There are a lot of the move sets, while very basic, it is very easy to get into a lot of the signature attacks, and so a fan being able to you know launch a spirit gun or pull out Hiei's sword, or use Kurama's uh, Rose Whip, or Kuobara's Spirit Sword. They're all easy to access, and it's not a bunch of button combos to be able to feel like you're getting the characters. Yeah, that's They made the game very, very simplistic. I, th I think, because it, it's almost Smash movements. <clears throat> like, it's not quite there, but it's almost Smash Brothers movements. And I, I really appreciate that, because Budokai has the problem. I brought this up again in the Budokai episode, where it's like seven attacks and then you can finally do your Kamehameha but a lot of people can't do the quarter circle motions of Street Fighter mm -hmm. so I personally think this is a really good in between where there's more to it than just pressing the button and shit happens but it's not 17,000 combos mm -hmm. or stuff like that yeah and it, it definitely it leads to the they clearly weren't trying to make a complex fighting game no at all. Uh, so it is very simplistic, which I think is good for just picking up and playing with friends. Yes. But, and this is a large but here on this, uh, on it, but when you try to, when you try to ramp up difficulty, especially in a one-player game, when you are simplistic and it's not as much skill-based, the only thing you can do is ramp up the other AI numbers, or have the AI be able to know what your button inputs are, or have the, or, or make it there, well, in this fight, you start with no health, or in this fight, you have to do this, which I get as a, as, as someone who has played way too many Dragon Ball games in my life, I'm used to a lot of those things. There's no such thing. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, there you go. Your your addiction has been justified. Uh, all right. Now go spend more, going more. more. Uh, anyway. Uh, now go spend that $200 to get in. I'm gold. used to a lot of those silly concepts, you know, Goku not having the heart medicine, you know, not you know having a heart disease in, in Budokai or later on, or uh, I think it's Raging Blast that it's like, if you didn't unlock this item, you're fighting this thing at, you know, one hit kills you and you have to beat three people. D d d yeah, uh, I've done I, it. I've played Raging Blast too. Mm -hmm. Somehow that was still easier than some of these. Fights. Some of that is still easier than this, and and that's the problem is with how simplistic it is. It's you get up to it; they're just better than you. And no matter how much you play it or how many different strategies you go, they're always just going to be better than you because they have set it up that your character is no matter what at a huge disadvantage you have a humongous handicap it it reminds me a lot of mortal kombat 2 mm -hmm. like the original one where everyone says that game is great and it is it's a good game the problem is when you play the arcade mode the ai fucking cheats mm -hmm. 
and it's straight up been admitted that the AI fucking cheats. Like they, if you don't know about fighting games, time for a little fighting game lesson with Thomas. Uh, do 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 fighting lesson with Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> it's just me screaming for thirty minutes. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's they read your inputs, which basically means that when you press the button, it sends like the electricity code or whatever that makes your character punch. Now, in a normal game, your character punches, and it's like, oh, shit, that's what reacts. And when it reads your inputs, you press the button. Then before your character punches, they know you're punching. Mm -hmm. So they can block, like, instantly. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's messed up. Yep. Yeah, that's what Mortal Kombat 2 does, and I will put money mm -hmm. that that is what this game does. Especially, and, and I know that that's, that idea came from a lot of boxing games. So, again... Mm -hmm. If yeah. we're playing boxing, because a lot of it is your try, a lot of it is your character. The person thing you're fighting is always going to have try to be blocking up, and you're trying to get around and do yeah. things. As, the problem in this game is it's not a boxing game. I was gonna say because in a boxing game, sorry, were you no, gonna go say ahead, something? Go ahead. In a boxing game, like yeah, you put up your hands like, up in your front dukes. of your, you put up your dukes in front of your face, but in boxing you can still hook, mm -hmm. uppercut, whatever. In this game, you can just like do the combos, and any block takes takes away the combo. So it's like. What do I do? And you can't do shit. Yep. Do you think this developer would make a good punch-out game? I haven't played their boxing games, so I don't know. Rocky Balboa for the PSP. Let's go. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I own... Let's go dig out our PSPs. I, I love my one. PSP. I lo the PSP is one of my favorites. I love that system. I wish somebody had actually supported it. Oh, boy, I love the... I love the calling of a cat. Uh, <laughs> hey, Sony executives that I know are listening here, why did you not support the PSP and the Vita? They're the two two of the best handheld systems, and you were just like, eh, what if we just occasionally port games to it? You get an email like we couldn't be asked. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, Cease and desist this minute. <laughs> Well, well, well that's the last episode of what the bleeper would play. No. I mean, if you want to, if you want to go into more detail about what killed the PSP, it was the DS. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, <laughs> it was the, so here's the it was thing. the DS well, selling okay. over a hundred. Sure, the DS units. was on that. But when your when your option and the PSP sold very well initially. Very well, but, but the problem is when you it, it's the same thing of why the GameCube faded, the Dreamcast eventually faded. When you aren't supporting it with tons of new third-party games, you're going to be struggling to get on it. And the PSP, considering that its launch was filled with a lot of, like, Luminez is considered one of the greatest puzzle games of all time. And I never heard uh, of it. Well, uh, you bring that up. Nintendo has their own version of that. It's yes. called the Wii U. So Yeah, and Nintendo's had that a lot as well uh, in their history, but it's just it wasn't during the handheld thing. And yes, the DS sold incredibly well. But the PSP, the problem, this is a fun tangent, honestly. I'm, I'm going to say this is a fun one because I do, I do really like the PSP a lot. The PSP was marketed as, and trying to be a new, they tried to market it more as a piece of technology than a gaming system. And the same problem they did again with the Vita. Like the it's, a, it's, it's the same thing the Xbox One did. The Vita, yes. the Vita is legitimately on par with the Switch on so many different things. It has great graphics. Uh, it holds up with great graphics. You can link to your PS3 and PS4 from it and remote play. And I, I'll give credit. You can play your uh, yeah PS4 games that you're playing on PS4. You can remote to your PS4 from your Vita and play them on your Vita. Why didn't they market that at all? I don't know. Because, That's the problem. Because, because, Sony's, because Sony's really fucking stupid. They're really bad. They get <laughs> they an are. idea of something to kill or something they're copying PlayStation Move, for example, mm. that they're trying to copy, and they just throw sometimes things out there, and they don't put support behind it. Yeah, and the, both the PSP and Vita, 
didn't have the support behind it. Uh, Which, one of the great things about the Vita is also you had the, the entire at the early on, and people they had the PlayStation Three store, so you could and it's so many classic games. You had ability so the, many classic the, games. The Vita basically became a classic machine at a yeah. certain point. The, Which is fine. Yeah. So. Which is great. They just didn't release games for yeah. it. They just ported old games. And then the the PSP, they tried. Like the PSP at least tried. There are a lot a lot more first party, you know, non ports uh, uh, to the PSP. You know, you had. You know, for example, you had the Final Fantasy spinoff, uh, uh, Crisis Core. You had the Kingdom Hearts spinoff, uh, uh, Birth by Birth Sleep. By Both Sleep. fantastic games. You had, uh, you know, there were there were multiple fighting games. They ported over a Tekken, a Soul Calibur. On to, uh, Soul Calibur, which had Kratos in Kratos it for some it. reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With online capabilities that you could play on it. So, they, like, they, the PSP, they did some things. PSP's biggest failings is UMDs kind of sucked. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And they thought they had something that was going to take down DVDs, and nobody was willing to just <laughs> buy a UMD store. So they invested a lot. They invested a lot on technology instead of games. And then the Vita, they were trying also to be a phone. Oh yeah, because uh, it had the 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 yeah, it had cellular uh, capabilities. Uh, I'll give the Vita because I had a Vita for a while. That's Pretty so sure good. I lost it. Um, I'll give the Vita this. It has two really good games that I love. Mm -hmm. Uncharted, Golden Abyss, mm -hmm. and Gravity Rush. Yes. Which Gravity Rush got ported to the PS4. Golden Abyss still hasn't. Please, Sony. Like, I will take back literally everything bad I said about you. That's a lie. But I will <laughs> attempt to take back everything bad I said about you if you port Golden Abyss to anything. And look, the PSP has... Dragon Ball Evolution, the game, and and uh, 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 what was the? It has the one port. The oh, it has another one of the fighting game ports that came on it that was really bad. I can't remember what it was. Um, and you're trying to sell me the on only this one. Yes. The only one I can think of is Mortal Kombat Unchained, which was Mortal Kombat Deception for the. I PSP. think that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, this yeah. tangent here is the anyway. PSP and the Vita were awesome. <laughs> What were we talking about again? All right, you you Haka Haka show, show dark tournament. Uh, and hey, the you know what? Play. I appreciate that we're actually going on tangents so that I can have things to say. <laughs> but you know say, what? I was gonna say Mason's like praising God, like oh thank Christ, <laughs> something I can talk about. But what anyways, the fuck's so, a you you Haka show? So Thomas, <laughs> did you did you beat dark tournament? Uh, okay, so we <laughs> we we brought up that this game cheats. So I cheated back. I got <laughs> there to, are lots of cheats for this game. I, I got to chapter 30 of 31, and I got to younger Togoro, who's like the big bad of the arc. Uh, he's the final boss. He's Yusuke's final opponent. Uh, great fight in the anime. Mm -hmm. Well, the entire arc's great. Great fight. Sorry. But, great, great villain archetype. But... It, it, you know, it, it would later... Tagashi and other people have taken inspiration from Togoro further, because he's just... He is the... I am going to fight you. Oh, I see potential in you. You could maybe one day beat me. Yeah, and then he whoops your fucking ass. Yeah, but he's not going to, like, you don't get to cheap shot. You have to beat me when I'm 110%, you know? Jeez. You have to beat me when I'm at the most powerful, crazy thing until the next arc when they're like, yeah, by the way, uh, there's these things called S-class demons and Tagoro and A-class demons. Tagoro would be a B-class demon. Ouch. <laughs> uh Anyway, so yeah, you get to younger Tagoro, and you have to beat him twice in a row, two health bars, while you only have one, and he gets more powerful on the second health bar. And his combos are just unblockable. And at times. his combos. If you yeah, don't block the first up, one, you aren't blocking. Yeah, and like again, that's just not fucking fair, mm -hmm. especially because one combo can take your entire health bar. Yeah, one why? twelve hit combo 
Again, 12-hit combo, which in a game where the most you can get is like 8, and that's with he hey spam kicking, you, again, it takes off your entire health bar. So finally, I snapped. I was like, I'm done. This game cheats. I'm going to cheat back. I put on the invincibility cheat. I let him beat the shit out of me just to get some catharsis in, and then I kicked his fucking ass. Is that is that a dirty way to beat it? Yes, but I don't Considering, care. <laughs> so I rented I rented this back in the day in the in the 2000s. Back uh, in, in the 2000s, uh, and, we rented know, our video games from, and we liked it. I did actually. Anyways, I still miss on. I still miss being able to just walk down to the store and give five dollars to rent a game for six days. Yeah, I was going to say like, I, I miss, fucking loved it. <laughs> I miss rental stores. I really do. I that's fucking another, loved it. That's yeah, a tangent you know for another. Yeah. That's a tangent for another time. But fuck me, I miss rental stores. Uh, but and you know what? Netflix is dying. Bring back the rental stores. That's all I'm saying. Streaming uh, services are fucking dying. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I rented this back in the day, and you'd have you know five days, five days of mm-hmm. like, I, and I, I I got through in like two or three days to the final fight. I spent a day trying to beat that, like and a, then I was just like, nope, I'm returning this early. So like a whole day. Not like a whole day, but it, like it was the fourth but, okay, day. Okay, but like, yeah. but like, still like, okay. So let's assume I don't know how long kids play. I'd say five six hours of okay, trying to. So it. five or six hours a day, getting through the rest of it. And how old would you say you were? I was seventeen or eighteen at that point. Seventeen so. or eighteen. So okay, so you're moderately developed. Senior in high school. Games. <laughs> That's six hours a day, beating the rest of the campaign, and then another six hours just beating one fucking fight. Yep. That's and I never, I didn't beat it. I took it back and I was like, yeah, I'm done. And that's, look, the game can be as well designed as you want. I think Mortal Kombat 9 also has a really good example of this where the final boss is just fucking cheap. Like he just cheats. Mm-hmm. And the game can be as well designed, beautiful, fun to play as you want. But if the game cheats and it's not fun to play, then you're not going to want to beat it. There is a big difference between something hard and something unfair. Yeah. For example, in a completely different style game, uh, it, you know, it, the games that have different hard modes and things like that. But let's use let's use the Souls games for example. They're hard. They aren't unfair. You just have to figure it out and learn through and beat your head against things and understand it's, things. It's but no, no, but nobody is no, nothing is cheating you. It's just it's it's all about pattern. It's about pattern. You can, it, with skill you can develop on it. Now, do I want to do that skill? Not particularly, but that mm. is not unfair in this game no matter how much i spend on it it's unfair uh a a game that we will eventually play dragon ball sagas is hard but there are if you can recognize and find ways to get through it there are ways you can spam your way through that game it's more fair yes despite a game that it still is not i wouldn't necessarily call it a fair game but you can find ways to spam your way through the hardest things and that's again I bring up Mortal Kombat not because I'm on a kick, although I am, but we it's, it's Aren't more. You always? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, but like just because when I think cheap AI in video games, my yeah. first thought is Mortal Kombat. In Mortal Kombat 2, bringing that back up again, the only way you could really beat that game at a certain point is just by spamming jump kick. Mm-hmm. And that's not fucking fun. Exactly. It's not fun to just spam the same move over and over again. And like, I know that some people have different views on it, but for me, it's not satisfying to just spam the same move. Mm-hmm. I want to beat this guy's ass. I don't want to just cheat. Mm-hmm. And for this game, you have to cheat, it feels like. It does feel like it, that. 
Because I know Sean said throw to win, throw to win. In in a lot of the tournament, yeah, you just can throw you can throw people out of the ring. And Thomas and I have a, a disagreement when it comes to ring outs in video games. Ring outs? I think ring outs are fun. They're frustrating, but I think they're fun. Thomas thinks they're the spawn of Satan. No, no. Spawn of Satan means that someone worships them. Uh, uh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, you bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, look, ring outs. I'm fine with ring outs if you earn them. Like, say, DOA or Virtua Fighter or Bloody Roar. Or Smash Bros. Or Smash Brothers, yes. Where, well, in Smash Brothers, it's different because you have to build up the percentage and then ring out, and that's the yeah. only way you can beat mm -hmm. them. But, but that's still in, earning it. Yes, but exactly. Mm -hmm. and meanwhile, in DOA, Bloody Roar, blah, 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 you have to break a wall and then you can ring them out. In this game, Dragon Ball Budokai. Even though I do think it's better than these games Soul Calibur to a certain extent, particularly with Astroth. <laughs> you can you can uh, uh, be losing the entire fight and get one hit and win it. Yeah. So I understand it, that. Yes. Exactly. That that just pisses me off. That's why I don't like ring outs. That's fair. Now, that being said, are they fucking hilarious sometimes? Yes. yes. <laughs> but, and, and I think that is the difference in a lot of these games. From a from this game, I'll even put like Soul Calibur, mm -hmm. less because Dragon Ball the Ring Outs only exist in the World Tournament mode, so you don't have them right. as much. Yeah. But but that are, are huge aspects of just the gameplay. I think Ring Outs add a really fun element to hanging out with friends and playing a game and passing the controller around because no matter how good someone is, they might get ringed out on a lucky thing and have to pass the controller. Which is something we I did a lot with friends back in that's, the day. That's actually so a really fair point. That's kind of where where I'm at. Any even somebody who maybe hasn't played the game has a chance to even if it's kind of lucky. Now again, this game is I don't think I don't think this game is a skill based game. I really don't. Nah. I think there is a lot of luck in, uh, on it. And, I mean, and oh, while yeah. I said the combos are simplistic, which is fine. Everyone has the exact same combo movements. Yeah, there's nothing different on it. Everyone has. I mean, they have different moves. Yes. but it's forward R one with Yusuke does his spirit mm -hmm. gun. Forward R one with Kuabara. Excuse me, sorry. Does his spirit sword? Uh, blah 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 mm -hmm. blah. They all sort of have that forward R one, back mm -hmm. R one, hold and back forward R one. Blah 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 blah. Majority of them are the same type. This move is a long distance one. If you do this, if you do this, it's a shorter distance. You know, there, there is this, a, this one's a power. Yeah, and so there really is mostly, which sometimes you have to do to even damage your opponent because this game's so fucking fair in the story mode. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, actually, there's there's a problem also. I felt in this is that that it's while well, all the care. I don't think outside of outside of we out uh, without armor. I thought all the character models are fine. Bui outside of armor was <laughs> Togoro. Yeah, a very <laughs> weird, just very like weird decision in looking on that. But but you could also just say they're all just palette swap swaps at times. Yeah. It's just palette swaps. And while that can be fun in a party environment or sitting down with friends and just goofing off and playing for a fighting game, that can get really frustrating. Uh, unless you're like, I have ten thousand characters. That's the only reason I'm okay with palette swaps. Yeah, is like. Like, again, Mesa brought it up earlier, but it's a really good example of Smash Ultimate. Every character not necessarily controls the same, but you control them the same, mm -hmm. if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. You do side B, up B, blah, 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 blah. But uh, Mario has his upper punch where Link has his sword spin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're not a basic bitch and play actual good character... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, like... They, they, you control them the same, but they control differently. Here, you control them the same, and they control very similarly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, 
I also found that movements, while it did try to incorporate the 3D uh, uh, arena, uh, the side-to-side -side movement while there, at times, I think you mentioned it, that it seems like that a lot of the attacks have a tracking to it. Yeah. That So that side-to-side... It doesn't always matter because it'll track you right to it. it. Again, like Tekken, if someone punches and you step to the side, you dodge it. In this game, someone punches and you step to the side, they just turn like 90 degrees mm -hmm. and still punch you. Uh, and also and the, the jumping, the jumping, the jumping blows. It blows. Like, and it, it, it clearly is meant to try to be it because you're trying to jump over characters and almost every character has an attack to try to be over the character and try to hit. But the jumping is not, that's the only real control of it that I was like, wow, this did not age. Yeah, uh, no. Nah. And honestly, even the crouching, like, it's not as cumbersome, but mm -hmm. it's still, like, you have to hold down and X, and I'm like, that's just weird. Yeah. And I know it's because of the 3D movement, but still, it's just weird. Yeah. And it, again, I think that comes down to that this clearly is from a studio that made boxing games. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, that that makes it very clear. That, okay, and they it, understood boxing, which, if they had extrapolated it and made, you know, you can use elements of it, like we kind of mentioned with WWE All-Stars. If yes. you can take elements from something and make it into something... But if you don't, if you keep the boxing at the core, it's not going to feel like an anime fighting game. Like, honestly, don't do Yu Yu Hakusho. Give these guys a Hajime no Weepo game. That honestly probably would have been better. What? Well, well, what did you? What was that? Hajime what no Weepo is a boxing anime. Mm -hmm. What? Did... <laughs> it's okay, Mason. Words were said. <laughs> I'm getting. Mason's like, what the fuck? I'm surrounded by weebs. <laughs> get get one, me out of here, father. <laughs> one anime that I don't understand at a time, please. Uh, <laughs> I but, I think this is the last anime game of the season. So. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Van Helsing's the best anime. No. Um, Spoilers. I mean, I guess we are playing Tekken later. Oh, uh, that's Spoilers. true. Spoilers. Tekken, Tekken is anime as shit. <laughs> and anyway. Uh, uh, two things, kind of off-topic. Well, one's very off-topic, one's just kind of off-topic. One, the very off-topic thing. I said Mario's a basic bitch in Smash trailer. He's one of my mains. I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> anyway, two, the sort of off-topic thing. We, I've bitched about this game a lot. I will probably continue to bitch about it, at least assuming we're not wrapping up soon or whatever. But I think this game actually has really good content. Mm -hmm. Like, the amount of content, I think, again, actually does beat Budokai. Mm -hmm. Because Budokai, it's just story mode, world tournament mode, that's it. Here, you have story mode, but you also have that arcade mode. You have the skirmish mode. Yes. You have those surprisingly they, large amount of cheat codes. You have they intentionally made this game... It's clear that they were going to make a lot of it, and maybe in the middle of there, they're like, we're not going to have... This game may be the only one we get, yeah. so we're going to put it all in here that yeah. we get on. That we and can. Um, honestly, sorry. Just uh, the reason this game might be so clunky is because you said earlier it's a year and a half development cycle and building it from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. Where, or yeah. yeah, using it probably so, from the game, the GameCube PlayStation Two boxing game. Which one was that? I forgot. That was, uh, that was bruised. Uh, no, black and bruised. Black and bruised. So they probably used elements of that. It would be my guess because it's their only console base. Because I doubt they're using the GBA or the Palm Pilot. Um, <laughs> if they would, that would now. explain a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I. I I don't hate this game. I do have a, a soft spot for parts of this game, but I, considering I, the main mode, the draw of the game is to play the dark tournament, that I should be enjoying seeing the anime scenes. And, 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 and a lot of the actually, unlike, say, Budokai, where they literally force you to uh, 
win fights that your characters don't win. There are actual ones that your characters don't win in these fights that they're like, yeah, you can lose in this fight and we'll continue the story. I was going to say, I'm like, like, that's actually cool. The the first fight with Togoro as Yusuke, you get your ass kicked, but unlike the final fight, you're supposed to. You're mm-hmm. supposed to lose. And I'm a sucker when games do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I love when games I like. The, I think the best example of this, I think it's Tenkaichi Budokai 3, or 2 or 3, that you can actually, if you beat them with the characters you aren't supposed to, it unlocks like it changes the story as you go along. <laughs> so you can you can like like for example you could beat Vegeta with Chaozu and it changes things. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be such a better fucking series. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. No, I know I pissed a bunch of people off, but I don't care. I want the Dragon Ball Z uh, universe where Chaozu beats Vegeta, <laughs> but by complete fucking accident, and he's just like, what? Do I win? Like what, what happened? <laughs> what I do? Uh, but yeah, the, they at least have that element where you aren't forced to beat Taguro with Genkai, you know? Yeah. Oh god, that would have been misery. I, because I, the Genkai fights with low spirit energy aren't I I would have I would have actually cried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, you you can lose this fight. I I don't know if you actually can if you are good enough to actually win the fight. I don't know, but you can lose the fight. Yeah, and that's like, I appreciate that. Um but yeah, I, I think overall, my, my, my thought as, as I, I leave a lot of this game before we get to our questions, I can see where, you know, what they were trying to do and trying to do the series justice and also having on their plate of the only... Yu Hakusho games had been coming out since 1993 in Japan. First one came out on the, uh, uh, the Famicom. Mm-hmm. So like, or maybe, sorry, the Super Cause, Famicom. Because uh. Yu Hakusho, the... Manga was like '80s. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a later one, and so uh, uh, there there have been so many games, but this was kind of the game for the U.S. audiences, uh, trying to capitalize on it. So I get there's a there is a bit of nostalgia for it more for this game than say like Spirit Detective for the GBA, which is well, that's a whole nother. That's a oof, that's a game. Uh, Tournament Tactics <laughs> is its own thing. It's the only really good game that Yuhawk Show had in America. The other two games are more nostalgia than anything else. Uh, I, again, I think, again, we'll talk about this more with the actual wrap-up, so I might just save it for that. Fair enough. Uh, but I, I think this game has some really good aspects and just some really, mm-hmm. really, not even, no, bad. Like, straight up, I'll say bad. Like, I don't want to because I love Yu Yu Hakusho. I really mm-hmm. do. And I don't want to criticize it, but it's, yeah, some of the shit's just bad. It is, and and again, you know, there are bad. It is can be really frustrating to play a game off of something that has really good source material. Uh, as someone who has sat down and played Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku One, which oh, is a who I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, that is a who, uh, and you're like, wow, I really would like to play these, but like, good, yeah. Uh, uh, well, oh, then Legacy of Goku 2 comes out. But man, I wish you could have used this engine to play, you know, right. uh, the first fights, because I'd like to do some of these. Uh, but there is an element of like, oh, I want it to be good. Uh, I feel but like- when the game, when the one player is this, when the main mode is this frustrating, I, I, this is kind of just my big thing on it, is it's hard to enjoy the good things about that one player, about that, that Dark Tournament mode, because of the frustrating nature of it. Yeah. Again, I feel like I I would get more out of this if I had to watch the Dark Tournament saga. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably go watch it because I am interested in it now. But it's, yeah. All right. Well, on this podcast, we like to ask two major questions 
of the video games that we play. The first one is, how does this game hold up? It could have held up worse. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, it... I was like, graphically, it holds up pretty well, especially for the mid-2000s fighting games. Yeah, I think it holds up better than a majority of, like, early 3D uh, Mortal Kombat games, Mm -hmm. at least. Graphically, at least. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, graphically. Graphically, I think graphically. Gameplay wise, gameplay definitely. Gameplay wise, gameplay wise, no. Gameplay wise, 3D Mortal Kombat is very it's hit or cup miss. of tea. It's mm-hmm. not. I, I think for gameplay to hold up, it would have needed a slightly more complex system, considering what it is to play uh, things like that. Because while Budokai is not a more complex system, why is it hel- why it's held up as this? incredible thing for people that they all have nostalgia glasses that played it back in the day is because you could play and you felt like you were playing the anime. And a lot of this game's simplistic system, you don't always feel like you're playing the anime. And so for, for fans, that's why necessarily this one, you might hold nostalgia glasses because it's the only one that came out on consoles, but it doesn't necessarily, you don't get the, feel the experience of, oh, I'm playing Yu Yu Hakusho because the game is slow. Uh, and that's the thing slow. where the fans mm, wouldn't of it. Absolutely. Uh, and then just, as we've we've beaten beaten the dead horse here, but it cheats, it cheats, it cheats, and so no matter what, that is not going to hold up as good because oh, no. uh, uh. better games would come out afterwards that are more fun, more complicated, and things like that, or better games that came out at the same time. And like, they don't cheat. Like, it look, cheat. I is this is J Star's Victory versus a good game? Not really, but I would rather play Yusuke mm-hmm. in that than. This Yu Yu Hakusho game, which is kind of sad. Yep. I mean, I I would rather I would rather sit down and play someone in Jump Forces than probably sit down and play this. Yeah, and I mean, (laughs) look, and I like any Jump Forces is a mixed bag of, huh? They made a lot of decisions there. Jump Force is a fun game, but it's one that your eyes bleed when you play it. It's a flawed game. Yeah, it's it's a, huh, that's a game they made here. (laughs) Too bad it's the only game I can sit down and play Hunter Hunter characters at all, or one of the few games that I'm like, oh, I can fight with uh, with Jotaro versus uh, uh, Gon. That's awesome. Why aren't there more games that let me do this that are good? I mean, do I love the fact that you can play as Kenshiro yes. and beat the shit out of Goku and then immediately switch to the fucking City Hunter guy? That's hilarious. Yes, yes I love that's that. The, that's the guy from uh, Fist of the North Star, yes. right? Yeah, you yeah, get a I gold, knew a thing. You get a gold star. I knew a thing. <laughs> I knew an anime North thing. North Star. Yay! <laughs> now, now, now take off your shirt. We need to inject your chest. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But look, no game... Even Beatdown didn't make me this mad. Yeah. Like, Beatdown, I didn't have any expectations for. Mm-hmm. Is the problem. This game, I well, okay, Beatdown, I'm not going to say this is worse than Beatdown. It's not. I, w- it's, I would it's, agree that Beatdown is slightly worse, but I also would agree that as frustrated as I got at Beatdown, and you could have seen that on stream of me being <laughs> frustrated on it, I've <laughs> never been as frustrated as when I streamed Yu Yu Hakusho, Dark Tournament, yeah. and tried to beat and I. Look, these guys can attest to it. Fun fact, here's a fun little story from when we played the game. Uh, we were playing it, and I straight up asked, was there anyone around? They said no. I dropped the controller, walked outside to where the, I was out of view, 
and I let out the biggest fucking scream I could. It was Cause, guttural. Because I was just that angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you stubbed your toe on something. There's a, and I guess, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in yeah, fairness. Yeah, and then broke it. <laughs> I, I did feel a little bit of this in Beatdown. That's a good point. Of the, there, there's a couple fights where you're like, wow, is this even fair? Yeah, you definitely yeah. have that same sort of element. But the difference between them, besides different style of games, is the majority of Beatdown didn't feel like that one fight. Whereas all of Dark Whereas Tournament mode feels, feels like, like that this. fight. Yeah, and exactly. Uh, so the frustrating there. Our, our second question that we ask about each game is, would this game deserve a reimagining or a remake in a modern setting? I, I feel like this is going to get like a completely different answer than you two who know more about Yu Yu Hakusho, but personally, I, I, yes. feel, no, I feel nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for, the, for this franchise. Now, as an outsider, would I, would I like there to be like, more representation for, the, for, this French, for this franchise video game-wise in the States? Yeah, I would, because when I hear things like there are only three of these games compa- compared to 31 in Japan and only one of them is on home console, that makes me, that, yeah. that, that, that makes me kind of sad. Not Considering the 2005's, what was the title of that Yu Yu Hakusho game that everyone says? 2005's Yu Yu Hakusho Forever for the PS2 is considered one of the better fighting games, anime fighting games out there. Surprise, it was developed by Demps. Hey, <laughs> so well, it, honestly, one because you brought up in Dragon Ball Z Budokai, and I kind of agree with you. The more I think about it, that there's like 700 Dragon Ball games. Mm-hmm. There's so many, and and that's true. Not now, not a lot of them play like Budokai, so there is still grounds for a remaster or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with Yu Yu Hakusho, there's jack shit. Yeah, like at least in, here. Yeah, at least here. Like, and even in, even in, even in, people in Japan are listening to this like. <laughs> Even in Japan, though, the last Yu Yu Hakusho game, <laughs> the last Yu Yu Hakusho game that came out was an Android game. Uh, oh. I, I, this, this is one that did come out in America, but the last one was 2018, an Android and iOS game. When didn't last the, very long in 2018. When was the last home console? The last home console game was uh, called The Battle of Yu Yu Hakusho Shito An- Ankoku Bujitsu Kai. Which oh, was an def- arc- which definitely uh, offended some Japanese people. Which was an arcade game in 2006 and then got a PlayStation 2 port in 2007. Oh, okay. So, outside of the jump games, Yu Hakusho doesn't get anything right now. And I think that's where I get with the remake or reimagining. I don't want a remake of this game. I don't even, I don't even necessarily want a reimagining of this game because. Uh, as, as Thomas said earlier, earlier on, the Dark Tournament is the most popular arc, there and this is one arcs, of the more though. popular fighting game, fighting uh, animes, uh, because it is through and through until you get to the end of fighting anime, and then you find out that it was the, the reason was love all along. Anyway, um, uh, still graded. Tagashi going full Tagashi in the final arc, and I, as a kid, I was like. I, I don't... Wh- why? What? What? And now as an adult post-watching Hunter x Hunter, I go, oh my god, it's Tagashi. <laughs> um, yeah, you, but anyway... You either love the ending of Yu Yu Hakusho or you watch it and do the Scott the Watch. What the fuck was that? Well, what the fuck was uh, that? But there are a lot of other characters that I would like to. I would love to see a fighting game with Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, it doesn't have to be a story-based thing. I would be fine with a... Uh, you know, going along the lines of, you know, make your own story off of it. You know, a, a Fighter Z-esque you know, uh, 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 type, you know, where just make up your own story type of thing. A game that doesn't have to follow things, doesn't have to follow the story, but I would like to play these. I would love to be able to have the Saint Beast playable, which is the arc 
a little bit before uh, uh, the Dark Tournament. I would love it's, to be able to play as the Chapter Black. That's a spider dude is one of them, right? Uh, the Saint Beast, there is the Rock Dude that Kuwabara beats. There's the... No, Rock Dude Kurama beats. The Giant Cat that Kuwabara beats. Ah. The Ice the, the, the ice Ninja who Hiei beats in three seconds. We're going to go to Yu Hakusho thing. So he freezes Hiei's <laughs> leg, and he's like... Uh, and Hiei... Basically, he's like, ha, you can't move, you can't get there. He draws his sword, puts it in the ground, goes through and slices, and you just see one cut. And then he just, like, bursts into peace and goes away. And uh, Karama goes, wow, I, uh, I, f- I started f- missing the slashes after, like, the 30th slash. And Yusuke's like, you got more than five? And Karama goes, I didn't even see the first slash! <laughs> I, I, fucking, I fucking love Kuwabara. I you fuck- mean there were slashes? <laughs> I was gonna say that's like you guys are getting slashes. I was gonna say because I think at least the English stuff, it's like he's like Kumar was like, how many was that? Thirty-seven, and I only counted sixteen or eighteen. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> was, oh, I didn't even see it. So I would love to see some of the like the the, the anime and manga is funny. So I'd love to see some of that charm come back and have yeah. fighting games. But this game, I even would like to play a. I think this. Story lends to a beat 'em up type of game. Yeah. A, uh, a a full uh, full world beat 'em up type of game would actually I, work pretty good. I was, I was gonna say, have you ever played the game Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? I know of it. Yes. Uh, it's a fighting game. It's through and through a fighting game. It's made by Arc System Works, the same guys who did mm-hmm. Fighter Z, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, all those things. But there is something called an RPG mode, where you go through you. It's a side scroller. But it's a beat 'em up. But you still have the fighting game moves. Oh, so it's kind of like uh, the Sub Zero game. Yeah, but good because <laughs> I can actually control it and not want to cry. Uh, but honestly, I think that would be good for a Yu Yu Hakusho game, like a Yu Yu Hakusho fighting game where you get to pick any character in a fighting, and like an arcade mode or whatever. But then you go through the story mode as Yusuke, mm-hmm. or then maybe you go through it as Yusuke, but then you unlock it. Kuwabara's story, or Kurama's, or Hihei's, and all that. Which they kind of tried to do a, in, in the GBA game is trying to do the first couple of arcs with an, a top-down, running around kind of action RPG. Again, it's not great. And it's, they, they haven't been able to do Yu Yu Hakusho in America, aside from Tournament Tactics, which is a really fun tactic RPG. They haven't really done Yu Yu Hakusho Anything. What it deserves, uh, and, and it's it's kind of sad because it just it, it they because the games did not sell well enough for it to be a franchise of video games. Yeah, because genuinely Yu Yu Hakusho is one of my favorite shonen, and I I really wish it had more. Mm-hmm. I love Yu Yu Hakusho. So, but yeah, that is Yu Yu Hakusho: The Dark Tournament for the PS2. A uh, rare one where we actually did a game that uh, uh, only had one system here. You know, it didn't, didn't go over to GameCube, didn't go over to Xbox. It was PS2 only. Hmm. Um, Lucky for us. Uh, yeah, hmm. I know on that. So uh, what do you guys think? If you guys played uh, Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament, well, guess what? If you want to give us a little comment or anything, you can now by sending an email to bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Hey. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us your opinions on any of the previous episodes or anything, or, hey, suggestions for games you want us to play, or why Thomas is wrong in all of his opinions. <laughs> You're probably valid in most of your opinions on me being wrong, honestly. Uh, T- tell Thomas why Shadow the Hedgehog is the best Sonic character. <laughs> why Wild Vine's the best Ben 10 alien. <laughs> uh, I will say, for the requests... 
don't do Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero. It's on the list anyway. <laughs> I mean, most of on the list, but you know, don't, no, if there's no, one that I was gonna it, say, if there's one you really want, yeah. The, if you are a loyal out. listener that's gotten through all this time, and you know, we're what episode fourteen? I 15? believe so. Fourteen or fifteen? Oh uh, yeah. Let us know what you think, what you want. We've got now an email you can send it to. As always, we are on Spotify. Apple uh, iTunes, where you can also leave comments. You can type some words and give us a five-star review. That would be great. Even if you say Thomas is wrong in all of his opinions, just give us five stars. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back uh, with more next week as uh, we decide to be a real American hero. Yo, Joe. Get good, you slut.